Hey guys, it's Mizi Ismail here from UD Asia. Today we have, well, we have Fahada Nordin from UD Asia as well. Right, so today is our second, today we are actually doing our second episode of the BBB show, Brands, Business and Brunch. Right, so check it out. So Fahada, yeah. right? What are we having for brunch today? Um, it's a very naughty but simple <laughs> brunch, I would say, because uh, we had McDonald's for breakfast. So uh, we decided to just get some muffins from a cafe. So we've got some um, banana walnut muffin and double chocolate right, muffin. Yeah. Speaking of McCafe, though, on this one. Speaking of McCafe, um, right? Just now when we were having. Breakfast. I actually saw the uh, McCafe logo, and then it's written uh, since 1993. Do you oh, know see, that? I have no idea. Yeah. I have no idea. I have no idea. It's, from, it's since 1993. Yeah, because I thought that uh, McCafe. I thought McCafe is a new thing. I had no idea. It's been around yeah. what 24 years now, 26 years now. Yeah, yeah but I, I know that in, in Singapore uh, we do have uh, McCafes for quite a while. I think probably the, the earliest memory that I had. Um, in regards to McCafe was uh, I think um, back in what, what, the early 2000s I think uh, that's just when I actually start noticing uh, McCafe's although they don't really have uh, McCafe's everywhere but um, but they had it in Singapore but, but they had it in Singapore but not all the branches oh. right I, mean, I don't know in Malaysia yeah. I guess it could be a while because I'm from a small town so maybe mm. it wasn't as um, available to us in this small town but maybe in KL and all the city areas, they've got... Um, because I feel like McCafe has on, only been around since I was in um, maybe in high school, which was in the um, late 2000... I don't know, ish. Late 2000-ish. Ish, yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, I think I would say that it's probably around the same time. That yeah, I'm much younger than you, so... <laughs> it makes sense if you're already... I'm still younger. Right. <laughs> right. Anyways, okay. So let's get back to um, the, the the topic at hand. Yeah. Right. So today we are going to talk about branding. What 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 is branding? So since you know during the uh, the first episode, you know you you were some sort of like the interviewer or like the, the uh, yeah the interviewer. All right. So <laughs> I, I think we we will be like taking turns. Um, yeah. Right. Yeah. Because. I guess the second episode will be only both of us, yeah. but then hopefully from the, the the third episode onwards that we'll be having other guests. Um, other guests. Um, bear with us. Right. We're trying to make it as casual and as informal like right. as possible. We're just yeah. trying to just have a conversation. We're still getting used to the idea of talking in front of a camera. Right. It comes. Yeah. It doesn't really come natural to us, but and, yeah, uh, we're trying. I'm feeling like quite fidgety though. Yeah, I'm feeling quite conscious of. How fat yeah. I look. <laughs> yeah. But I don't know but if you guys notice, but we have like two cameras pointing at us and we have two mm. microphones in a hookup to the uh, the MacBook as well. Mm. All right, so... Okay. Well, let's get back to the topic. Let's talk, um, about, let's talk about branding. branding. Um, why should we talk about branding? I think right. because branding is one of the most um, essential things when it comes to a business, be it if you're a B2B, you're a B... B2C or you're, you're big or small, it doesn't matter. But branding, um, because when you have a strong brand strategy, I feel like you have an added um, 
advantage as compared to your competitors, especially if it's a highly competitive mm-hmm. market. So you have that extra advantage. Right. Um, so let's talk about that. But first things first, what is branding? What do you think is a, in your definition, you know? Because right. let's just get a common ground between us. So right, right. Okay. And we can move forward. Okay, here's the thing about the, uh, the definition of branding. I, I feel that um, a lot of people have their own interpretation when it comes to um, the, uh, the definition of branding. So I, I rather uh, leave it to the experts. So um, I'll refer to uh, Martin Neumeyer, I think. Martin Neumeyer. He, um, I recently, not recently, you know, like I, I, have, I do have one of his books uh, called Zach. I think Zach. Zach, yeah, Zach. Z-A-G? Z-A-G, yes. Okay. Right, okay. So Martin Neumeyer, how he defined branding is uh, the gut feeling of uh, uh, what the customer basically like, or essentially feels about your particular brand. So let's say, like, for example, if you talk about... Um, uh, all right, let's... Okay, since uh, this is a very... Uh, we try to keep our content as Malaysian as possible. You know, try to keep it as local. All right, so let's talk about like, local brands. So on top of my head... Right now, I would say um, let's talk about duck. Hmm, duck duck scars. Uh, yeah, duck scars, right? Really Fazza Anwar. Yes, all right. Really amazing brand. Um, so, um, all right. So, to talk about the uh, the definition of branding, right? This is the, the gut feeling hmm. that uh, we feel as customers to a certain brand, hmm. right? So, for fashion, no, sorry, for for duck in particular. Right, I would say duck is uh, a very just by the uh, by the look of it, all right. The the brand identity, the visual of it, I would say that they are very um, catered to the the modern the modern women, the urban modern women, mm. you know, uh, who is uh, very uh, stylish, uh, but uh, you know, cover up, you know, um, a very modest, but the modern um, modern modest modern. women uh, where we are modest right. and then. You know, we used to go to work and all that. Right, yeah. Right. So women, empower, women empowerment type exactly. of brand. Yeah. Do you, do you have any um, products? I don't. Like I wear products. free scarves from Abaya's. Right, okay. So, but, but you, I mean, you are quite familiar with... Um, I am. I love the that. brand, honestly. I mean, right. I've been never around, to buy, yeah. They, they've been around since... I, I think since, when. I think, I mean, seven, eight years. I'm not sure. I seven, haven't, I've never really done um, any research on it. Yeah. Been a while. Right. I'm quite new, but been a while. Mm-hmm. But it started out um, by selling scarves first. And then now... And then they got into cosmetics, which is wonder, always wonderful to see a Malaysian brand really um, making a mark, uh, being a proper brand, right. other than just focusing on the sales. Mm-hmm. Um, I like it. I love, I love Duck. I love Vivi Yusof. I think she's... Amazing. She is really amazing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, sometimes I feel that, like, you know, Vivi Yusuf and uh, Nilofa, for example, they are, I don't know whether they're like the same. I, think, I would uh, say like, they are. Uh, they're the very same ins- level. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I, I, I think last them. year they were on the, uh, the Forbes 30. Under 30. Under, yeah. yeah, yeah right. Under 30. Um, right. Forbes top. I can't, I can't remember, but uh, under 30. Right. Which is amazing to have a Malaysian and a, you know, women um, of this age to be, at yeah. such a young age to be in Forbes and all that. Yeah, and the thing is that you know people have so like, even for me as well, I was quite surprised that um, I, that um, for Vivi Yusof, for example, that yeah. she has been uh, running uh, that particular business for what 
what, I think she's been in business nice. for 10 years. Almost 10 I years now, to, right? May, okay. Maybe, I'm not sure. Yeah. But I remember she was on this show. I remember watching that she was on this show. It's like the Malaysian mm. Shark Tank. She hasn't, hadn't mm. worn um, scarves at the time. Right. It was her and then boyfriend, now husband. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, she was on that show. And it was, I, I remember thinking, oh, wow, mm. they're really good. Yeah. I didn't think I, I, I didn't saw that. Clip. I think I saw that on a uh, clip on, on YouTube. YouTube. Maybe not on TV. Maybe on YouTube. Yeah. What was your definition of branding again? Right. Okay. So, all right. So, the definition of branding, mm. uh, like uh, how Marty Neumeyer, mm. who's a brand expert, um, how he defined it is that it, it is um, branding is uh, essentially the uh, uh, what do you call it? What did I say? Uh, the uh, I don't you know, man. Uh, <laughs> your no, no, point. Right. The definition of branding, according to Martin Neumeyer, is that it, it's the, the gut feeling. Gut it feeling. is the gut feeling, gut feeling, right? So you know when you look at um, Nike, for example, you know you have that uh, that sense of um, uh, that uh, athlete in you, right? So that that is uh, essentially what uh, you know branding is. To for, me, for me. Um, I mean, yeah, I, like right. he said, everybody has their own definition, but it all um, ties down to one thing, anyways. Mm-hmm. But to me, to put it simply, I feel like branding is simply the message that you <coughs> um, the message that you convey to your um, customers or your users or regardless or anyone and then um, like you said um, is the feeling that people feel Mm -hmm. so your brand is actually um, is is derived your brand is actually derived from who you are and who you want to be and who you who people perceive you to be that's how I feel a branding is is something like a personal brand Uh, I mean who you are what you want to be and how people perceive you is essentially deriving what your brand is about and all that. But mm-hmm. um, here's how I like to explain what branding is. Um, and I've always, I've used the same template to explain it to everyone. A brand is basically, I mean, look at your company as a person, I would say. Mm, I mean, yeah, I like the analogy. Yeah, right, okay. I mean, the analogy of it is like you look at your company as a person. I mean, uh, your company is an entity after all. So the name that you gave your company is the name of this um, person. So the registration number, is this person's passport number and all of that. So all these things about um, your logo, your website, your colors, your corporate typography and all of this is essentially what this person looks like. So if this person is tall or short, skinny or big or, you know, dark or light skinned and all of that. But it wouldn't be fair if we were to say that that is all there is to this person, you see. Like if you were to say, if I were to say to you, all you are is like, you know, a very small eye guy, a Singaporean, not very tall guy. I mean, that wouldn't be fair, right? There's so much more to you than, you know, what you look like physically. Yeah. Because True. I feel, say for example, there's an attractive woman or man that passes by you. It definitely catches your attention, right? Don't lie, just say that it does. <laughs> just say that it does. It catches your attention. Which is great. All these beautiful logos that you have, beautiful colors and typographies that you use will catch people's attention. But here's the thing. Say I tell you that you get to score a date with this hot person Hmm. and then um, you realize you came to know that this person is a doctor or whatever. And then after the date, you realize she's pretty but very boring. There's not much that you know about her. There's not much that you know what she likes, what she doesn't like, um, you know, her, her values, her principles and all that. She will make a very boring person, I would say. I'm guessing you're talking about her personality. Her personalities and, sorry, yeah, her characteristics and her traits and her personalities would be very boring. I mean, she's very beautiful, but she's very boring. Um, Mm. I've said boring way too many times, but but my message behind this whole thing is to say that 
if you focus too much on what your brand looks like and you know the aesthetics part of it, people will tend to fall in love with you very quickly, but they will fall out of love with you just as quickly as how they fell in love with you. You know, you'd be attracted right. to the pretty woman, but after a while you get bored of her and then, right. you know. That's how I would explain branding all That's right. for, the, for all of Makes you. Makes sense. I mean, I mean if I could like, jump in and contribute a little bit. Right. I, I, I like, okay, if, if you want to go a little bit technical about it, mm. all right, so how, how I usually explain it during, you know, whenever I run the, mm. uh, the brand sprint workshops is mm. that, you know, um, at least I, I will start off um, by showing them a picture of uh, this iceberg because, all right, how, how I would explain uh, branding, you know, in terms of a diagram, Right, so if you can imagine that you know, like branding is like the the, the header, and then uh, so branding it's split to two. All right, so that's like the brand identity, and then that's the the brand strategy. All right, so for the brand identity, you know, like what you were talking about, right? You know, it's like the visual part of the uh, the brand, which is like the logo, the the uh, primary, secondary typography, the um, um, the color, the color. I mean, the primary, secondary colors of the brand. Whereas the the brand strategy, it's uh, it, it goes so much deeper. It talks about you know like the the, the purpose of the brand, the uh, their, their customers and their their competition as well, and uh, you know as well as the the offerings, you know, the service or their products, right? So here's the thing. I, I mean, I, I feel that you know people tend to focus uh, too much on the the, the brand identity. Right, you know, but then they, they, they kind of neglect yeah, the, the the brand strategy part, right? And um, not that not that you know, uh, I I don't think that we should blame them because you know at the end of the day, you know, um, we as the the, the you know the brand experts or the, the designers, I I feel that you know it's our responsibility to actually educate them, right? So like how um, we are actually doing it right agreed. now. But I also think that people know. should, if you're a business owner, you should know these things because, mm. um, I guess. If you remember, there was a period where every everyone was talking about in, innovation and all of that. Mm-hmm. Remember, innovate, innovate, innovate. That's what people are talking about. Now, has come to a point, everyone has a great product. It's very rare that you get to see a, 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 some, a product that's not good or a service that's not good. It's very rare. Everyone's offering that um, that's something extra. Everyone's offering that something something different. So in a highly competitive market like this, I feel a strong brand strategy will give you uh, a competitive advantage um, because it gives you um, a high or a very strong brand equity. And what it is, what a brand equity... Basically, okay, I'll explain real quickly what brand strategy and what brand equity is. Brand strategy is essentially the... Um, see if you agree with me, but brand strategy is essentially the what, how, when, where, or to whom... You basically want to convey your message, you know, via your, your uh, social media, via your logo and all these. This is all your branding, brand strategy, your website, your packaging design, all of it. And then once you've done, um, once you have all this um, brand strategy, your voice and, all, and whatnot, you get a strong brand equity. And what it is, is essentially the added value that it gives to your, um, to your product or services, which, you know... If you have the, this added value, it basically allows you to charge more as compared to other products that are the other un, unbranded products. Mm-hmm. I'll give you an example. For example, it's duck, right? Everybody knows duck. So duck basically produces calves. They get it from some factory, and then people, other people are selling somewhat similar scarves to as they are. 
but people don't mind paying the extra money because the, the feeling that they get when they wear um, duck scarves, mm-hmm. that's how duck has built their brand strategy so strong that their brand equity nowadays has become um, a very, uh, very, stru- very solid to a point that people don't mind paying extra, even though they know that they could get probably get a mm-hmm. similar scarf somewhere outside. Right. Similar patterns and all that. Mm-hmm. And another example would be Coca-Cola. Because of the strong um, brand strategy that they've had all these years, they've developed a very strong brand equity, which means other unbranded sodas, soda drinks, basically it's soda, it's sugar water and whatnot, right? Right. Uh, but they've managed to get, somehow per- make people perceive them um, as this brand, the brand, this go-to brand to get if you're looking for sodas. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So that's how I feel. What, right. um, how uh, brand strategy is very important to businesses, mm-hmm. regardless right. of your size. Okay, right. Okay, so we, I mean, we've been, we've been uh, mentioning the the word brand strategy um, for quite a while now. Yeah, for a million times for now. For like a million times now. All right. Okay. So, all right. So, okay. So, brand strategy. All right. So, what now? Is it like? Okay, so, let's say that you know, like for for a business. They have okay. They already have their logo. They have their, their you know their colors and whatnot, right? And uh, perhaps they they've been running their, their their business for quite a while, for perhaps like a year, mm. a year and a half kind of thing. All right. Okay. So, uh, but the thing is that they they don't really have brand strategy, mm. right? You know when when they approach um, their you know the 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 designer, and then you know perhaps the designer didn't mention anything about brand strategy, right? Mm. Okay. So right for for someone. Who, um, you know, if okay, let's say for for example, if it it is if it is their first time hearing about a brand strategy, mm. all right. So how how do they actually go about it? I mean, how do we go about it when it comes to like brand strategy? Maybe you can um, share with the audience. Usually, how we get we stumble across something. Anyways, how we yeah. get to start started into going into brand strategy, you know, becoming consultants more than designers is that we get customers coming to us, clients coming to us, asking us to design their logo. But oftentimes when we design a beautiful logo, it's always it's not always the right one. Mm-hmm. So exactly. I mean, it gives them a logo, a nice typography, a nice colors and all that. A nice color scheme, I mean. But there's not any... Um, there isn't any meaning behind it, I would say. So, eventually, we came across this. Um, this is, I mean, there's a million ways for you to set out your brand strategy, but this is just how, how we do it, I guess. Yeah. How we do it. And we use this method called Brand Sprint. Um, and we've developed it into becoming um, customer. We got it off this guy called Jake Knapp. I'm sure you've heard of this name. We've yeah. mentioned it a million like times a million on our times. Instagram. Yeah. Constantly mentioning his name. Um, we, came across, we stumbled um, across his article can't remember uh, where or what it is about, but um, it's basically a method on how to how do you create a great brand in just three hours. So yeah. we read about it and found that this strategy, this method of this process of coming trying to come up with a, a brand in just three hours is very intriguing. That we decided to make it ourselves. Hmm. We decided to try it on. Uh, maybe Mizi will explain it to you after this um, on how it goes. Right. Um, we decided mm-hmm. to try it ourselves, but after a few sprints, um, we customized it and made it, mm-hmm. I would say, better. I dare to say it's better. Uh, the way we do sprints now is much, much better than the um, uh, original one. Right. Um, yeah. Uh, all right. Okay. Much better in the sense that it's uh, uh, what uh, it's deeper 
in such a way that uh, not that it's catered, but um, it's, it's uh, so much more uh, focused. All right, okay. Because okay, okay, okay. so all right, just, just to share with uh, our audience, you know, I mean, so here's the thing. You know, here's the story. All right. Um, so you know, when we stumble upon uh, brand sprint, well, actually, you know, we stumble upon design sprint first. All right, and then we got to know about this person called Jake Knapp, and he's a designer. Uh, from uh, Google Ventures, right? And then um, that's when I stumbled upon his article about brand sprint, how uh, the the brand sprint process is actually based on the design sprint process, mm. right? Okay, so uh, in that article, basically, you know, he was, um, he... I mean, he, he, he just include right, around like what, five or six um, exercises for anyone who just want to like start, you know, um, uh, their own brand. Yeah, so there's, uh, they were like a series of exercises. So, you know, um, so that's when, you know, like we, both of us, when we read the article and then we were like, hey, you know, I, I think, you know, this might be like the key. All right. Because like, like, like you said earlier, you know, there, there are like a lot of like processes, you know, like a lot of methods. But then, you know, since um, this guy um, who, actually did, who actually came up with the design sprint, uh, which is uh, a process that that has been used by Google Ventures and a lot of other cool. um, yeah. really like major brands uh, or uh, conglomerates, uh, you know, all across the world as well. And then when he came up with Brand Sprint, um, and then we actually you know like studied you know how it's actually being done, right? And then we tested out uh, with a few of our clients. Um, I think it was like late last year, and then we kind of realized that you know like this is a really great process. But uh, the one that he was explaining in his article was pretty basic, mm. right? So, you know, uh, through experience, I would say that, you know, like by running uh, sprints with, um, with like our clients uh, as well, that we get a lot of, um, you know, basically, you know, we... We, we, we get we feedback, so then we yeah. test it and then improve it, make it better, more catered to um, every um, Malaysian business, as I would say. Mm-hmm. Um, so we came up with this um, this new brand new brand sprint. I mean, not brand new, just improved and more specific, more um, precise, uh, more detailed brand sprint. And right. what it does is that we have a series of exercises, and mm-hmm. these exercises talks about your future, about who you are. Basically, just real quick, the um, brand sprint has three phases. In phase one, we um, do exercises revolving around your your purpose. Looking for your purpose, you know your mass, your where your future is going to be, about who your brand is, and all of that. And then in the second part of the um, of the sprint, that's when we talk about your characteristics, your voice, your values, your principles, your um, basically your voice. Yeah, who you are as a as a person, you know. Um, and then the, the finally the third phase is when we talk about your playground. We talk about your competitive landscape and who your top customers are, who your competitors are, where you match up against, uh, where do you, um, where are you at against your competitors. Uh-huh. So these are all the things that we feel is important to know prior to um, building your visual identity. Now, bear in mind, um, you're not going to come out of the brand sprint, your three-hour sprint with a logo, with a great marketing copy, with a you know, corporate typography and all of that. You're not going to come out with a brand identity um, document, no. What you're going to come out is that you're going to get a common language between your team um, where everyone knows what the brand is about because more, more often than not, I don't know if you realise this, but sometimes we had this issue as well. Sometimes the founder 
might think of a certain thing about the brand. Like he has this, he perceives this thing about this brand is this, this, is this and that. And then the way their staff or the employee sees the brand is a bit different. And then the way the customers see it is a bit different. So the whole purpose of this brand sprint is to basically for you to come out of that three-hour sprint to have a common language between um, your team. So everybody knows word by word what the company is about, who you are, where you're going, um, what you're going to do in the next 20 years and all of that. So everyone knows. It's not no longer, what do you call it, a wonky you know, storyline. Everybody is um, talking about the same storyboard, the same values. Everyone's working on the same thing. It's a common goal. All right. So at the end of it, you get a brand cheat sheet. So once you have this, all the decisions about your logo, your colors, your typography, your marketing copy, your tagline, all that, it all becomes much easier because... Excuse me. Because everybody knows. Um, everybody on your team, people that matters, knows um, what the company is about. Right, yeah. Because so essentially is getting everyone, you know, to be on the same page, mm-hmm. right? Because, you know, I mean, in um, a normal organization, you know, I mean, you have like the, the CEO or the founder and then you have like, the designers, you have the, uh, the marketing uh, managers, for example. So everyone has a, has a different role to play. Mm-hmm. Everyone has something to contribute. Mm-hmm. But when everyone is on the same page, so everyone is, uh, I would say that it makes everything uh, crystal clear in terms of what, what is it that they have uh, to do mm-hmm. in their, you know, um, their day-to-day uh, job or their day-to-day tasks, mm. right? And then, you know, it, it actually makes um, things smoother in such a way that, you know, they... Yeah, I mean, it's it's easy for everyone, you know, there's no yeah, miscommunication. You, yeah, yeah. So because once you've set out your goals, like you said, mm-hmm. it's much easier to set the milestones because because everybody is on the same page. Right. Yeah, so that, that's pretty much it. You're not going to come out with a logo and all that, but... Mm-hmm. Not yet. When, but like, because that, that oftentimes is, yeah. the thing that the issues that clients face with designers and designers face with clients is that the client will tell you this. I'm going to tell you, Mizzy built me a logo. I want something classy but simple. Right. You understand what I mean? Yeah. You, you, you know don't. What, you know what's funny? <laughs> yeah. It's like you know. I always say like almost hundred percent of uh, the, the our the client our clients will say that you know when it comes to the logo especially mm. they were like oh I just want something simple. I what mean, the hell does a simple mean? Yeah, exactly. You know, like. I, Okay, I, I don't think anyone would just come up to us and say that, hey, you know, I want a complicated logo. I mean, everyone wants, say that, yeah. yeah. I mean, a logo is supposed to be simple anyways. You know, it's, it's, Everybody wants something yeah. memorable, something beautiful, something right. that resonates with their company. See, mm. the designers would not understand what you mean by simple. Your definition of simple must mm-hmm. come from somewhere. Right. Your designers, um, your, say your marketing director's um, definition of classy must come from somewhere. So the whole point of the sprint or methods like the sprint where this is where design is normally called when we do the discovery bit of the branding projects, is that it's to basically not even to tell you what the answers are, it's to uncover your truth. It's to just uncover what is it that you already know and then get everyone to know what you know and then just compile everything. Okay, this is what the brand is. We draw it in a mind map and make it very visual and then everyone can see what it is. And that, okay, easy. So when you tell your designer, hey, designer whatever your name is, mm-hmm. I want a brand identity that is simple. It says that I'm fun, energetic, and this is what I mean. And these are the colours that I feel um, uh, resembles with our, uh, resembles our 
sorry, resonates with our branding identity. So the designers probably you can just pass on this brand sprint brand sprint cheat sheet to the designer and then he could understand it even more. Basically it's to get more detailed so you can stop wasting time on explaining to the designer what you mean by simple. You know, you basically know mm. what the brand is about. Right. Yeah. Okay. Um right, I, I think you know it's it's pretty much I mean we covers all of it, I guess. I'm doing anyone eating the muffins. All right. Okay. So, um, all right. I, I guess it's kind of enough for today. All right. So, if you guys have any questions, oh, you know, before that, thank you so much for watching our second podcast slash YouTube video. All right. Okay. So, um, like I said, that you know, we we are trying to uh, create contents which is a bit more tailored to our uh, Malaysian market. um, markets. Alright, so if you guys have any ideas or any um, uh, any type of topics that you guys would like us to actually like talk about, feel free to comment or DM, DM us or email us whatsoever. You just re- just reach out to us, alright, through our Instagram or to our YouTube channel. Alright, so we will be there waiting for your comment. Oh yeah, should we tell right. them what's our Instagram handle? Right. Okay. So for you guys who are you know, uh, who are watching as well. All right, so check out our Instagram handle at Unlimited Design Asia Official. All right. Okay. Yes. Hmm. This has been great. We have been the BBB. I'm Fahada Nordin. And I'm Misa Ismail. Thank you so much, guys, for watching. All right. I'm going to finish my muffin. Bye. Okay, bye. Bye.